Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Well, hello, and welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the Scripture point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church, and I want to say thank you for joining us in here today as we are journeying through the book of Micah, finishing up the book of Micah. As always, you can find our reading plan in the show notes. We want you to either read God's Word first, then hop into the podcast, or hop into the podcast and then read God's Word. Whatever it is, we want you to get in God's Word so that God's Word gets into you and God's Word comes out of you. Uh, this podcast is not to be a replacement for your uh, Bible intake, but rather a compliment to. So now in this, as we're uh, we're finishing up the book of Micah, book, the book of Micah, what we're going to see, has one of the clearest pictures of the prophecy of Jesus and one of uh, the prophecies that he will fulfill. Uh, and in that, as you just think about that, this is Easter, or Christmas week leading up to Christmas weekend, and uh, we have Christmas services here at FCC, two on uh, Saturday at all of our campuses, two and 3.30, and then uh, one Christmas day service at our Salem campus um, at, uh, I believe it's 10.30, I can't remember right off the top of my head right now, um, but in that, uh, we can link to our show notes below that has all the details of our Christmas weekend services. But then I just want to take the time to remind you, hey, to invite someone. You never know where a text and invite uh, to a friend, a, a family member, a coworker who doesn't have a church to worship at could lead to them coming into relationship with Jesus and their life being changed forevermore. So uh, as we hop in here, uh, I'm going to read some things in chapter four that just reveal the validation of scripture, that we can trust it, that it's true, that it's real, that God's revealed word to mankind to then write down is real and true. Uh, and then look at this prophecy that points us to the person of Jesus. So in chapter 4, um, when he opens up and he says, In the last days, this refers to the, the, the end of times, the day when God will reign over his perfect kingdom. Uh, we're going to look at uh, many of things that look in, in, in Revelation that we see that there's going to be no more death, no more mourning, no more crying, no more pain there in chapter 21 that I had the opportunity of teaching here at Fellowship Community Church. Um, and uh, and all the, this is going to be when his perfect reign over his perfect kingdom. Uh, and then uh, the text continues says, the mountain of the Lord's house. This is Mount Zion, and uh, this will be when there's an era era of peace and blessing and no more no more war. Once again, pointing to the end of, end of times uh, of God's second coming, Jesus' second coming to us. And then if you hop down to chapter 4, verses 19, 9 through 13, excuse me, uh, Micah here predicts that Babylon is going to uh, capture Judah. And uh, that happens specifically in the year 586 BC. Now, if you remember correctly, Micah wrote and lived between 750 and 686 BC. So over a hundred years before this happened, Micah writes about it and prophesies about it. This was even before, like during Micah's reign, Babylon wasn't even a powerful empire yet. So it's not even like it made sense to people like, oh yeah, they're, you know, they're an on the rise empire. And yep, that makes sense that like they were a nobody, like Babylon, like who's that country? And um, then also it continues that he's going to predict that it's going to be the end of the kings. So not only is Babylon going to capture Judah, but there are going to be no more kings. 
and that specifically Babylon would destroy the land of Judah and carry away its king. So not only is there going to be no more kings, but Babylon's going to take our king and carry him away. But after a while, there's the promise, God will help return the people to the land. And all of this that Micah prophesies about is recorded in 2 Chronicles chapter 36, verses 9 through 23, in Ezra chapters 1 and 2, as well as in the book of Jeremiah. Now, I want you to hop over. I want you to look at chapter 5, verses 2 through 4. This is one of the clearest pictures of Jesus. And it says this, But you, O Bethlehem Ephrath, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore, he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth, then the rest of the brothers shall return to the people of Israel, and he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall dwell secure, for he now shall be great to the ends of the earth. And then in verse 5, and he shall be their peace. Uh, that, that little statement there. This is one of the clearest and most accurate predictions of Christ's birth. This happens almost seven hundred years before Christ is born. So where do we see Jesus at in this? There's a couple of things I want you to see big picture of like prophecies. You see, God reveals the future and his purpose of doing this goes beyond satisfying our curiosity. He doesn't tell us, hey, here's how the future is going to be so that way we are comforted and know and, you know, have our curiosity. Because when you just look at mankind, mankind has always had this, you know, either fear of or curiosity towards the unknown of the future, just unknown in general, the unknown space, the unknown oceans, all this unknown. Um, and But it's not, God doesn't reveal those things to satisfy our curiosity, but rather he wants us to change, to change our thoughts, to change our beliefs, to change our actions, to change our heart, to change our presence, present behavior because of what we know about the future. So it's like this. If your retirement, uh, if you knew that your retirement plan was going to work well and that you were going to end at you know, 55 or 65 years old with a nice lump of some cash, your stocks did well, your investments did well then you're going to live more restful and peaceful today knowing that that is going to come down the line. And as followers of Jesus, our inheritance isn't going to rust and decay and be eaten by moths, but rather our inheritance is forever with Jesus. So forever begins now. Eternity begins now. And a glimpse of God's plan for his followers should motivate us to serve him no matter what the rest of the world may do. It should motivate us to love people. It should motivate us to fight social injustices. It should motivate us to serve people. It should motivate us in all these areas. But Micah chapter 5, that first verse in verse 5, where it says, and he shall be their peace, is found in the fulfillment of Jesus in John chapter 14, verse 27, when he says this, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Not Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. So church today, not just be comforted by the future, but live the peace, the peace that Christ has come to give you. 